step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? <laughs> That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples, make more happen. Offer ends 324.17. See a Staples associate for details. Welcome back Lock to the Brandon Carmody Show. Welcome back to the Brandon Carmody Show. I am Brandon Carmody. This is our first episode, and we are honored to have our first guest here. Um, so our next guest has a master's in political science four campaigns as communication director on Congressman Kucinich campaign in the Cleveland area, worked for the Clinton Global Initiative before joining the campaign in 2007, back to the Clinton Global Initiative in 08, and then rejoined in 2016 as the LGBT liaison for the Midwest. Please welcome Dexter Norris. Thank you for having me. Good morning. And I'm I'm sure glad that I'm wearing pants after that introduction. That's very kind of you. Thanks. Oh, the beauties of radio. Um, it's a pleasure to speak with you. It was a difficult campaign, and we're into, you know, just barely past 30 days into the Trump administration. So we have a lot to talk about today. Um, so I do want to ask you a little bit about the campaign. Obviously, this was one for the history books, but you had a different vantage point. You were inside the Clinton campaign. Will you just tell us a little bit about what that was like for you? The first campaign I was I was on kind of the outskirts and and really wasn't embedded too far in um I did a lot of traveling in the first campaign and the second campaign I was more since now I'm I'm 42 um the young kids can get out there and and canvas and and do all that and, and uh, organize and lead up offices uh, but being in Brooklyn and and um then still traveling with President Clinton uh, on speaking engagements for uh Secretary Clinton was I, I, there's there's no words for it other than all sense of time meant nothing. It, it flew by so fast, and it was such a humbling experience. And I met so many people that were it it, it just blew my mind of the intelligence of the folks that were coming out to see us and the excitement in their faces. It was just it was great. Definitely, definitely. Now you must have been at several speaking engagements. Um, you know, can you give me some? positives and negatives like from the types of things you saw i imagine the coughing fit in cleveland probably bears somewhere on the negative right yeah since since i did uh so much work with congressman kucinich from the 10th district in cleveland that's where i'm from um when we got to cleveland the secretary was already as all of us were we were all haggard and um the coughing fit started and and there was just it was it was one of those moments where it was like a, a car accident you you just you you just your heart stopped and you knew it was coming next and it was sure agony for for us on the staff 
um, the the folks were it was hot it was so hot that day too and the folks were very kind and gracious in Cleveland but I remember the rest of us were in in utter horror uh, over over that because I knew that I knew that that nobody in the media was going to see anything else from that day it was going to be that it was going to be the coughing fit. And that was that was the news that day, and that news cycle ran for you know forever. And then on, you know, of course, on Twitter yeah. and questioning you know, on her health and everything else. So it it that that's the only thing that came out of that day, and I just wanted to go drown myself in the lake. Oh my God! Well, I think it goes without saying, and I'm, I'm hopefully you're going to agree with me here. But um, as far as MSM coverage of this. There and, and with everything that happened with the Russia and with the hacking with the DNC and the emails being released by WikiLeaks, I mean, there were some really unfair one-sided attacks on her side of the street. I mean, it goes without saying that she took a lot of crap, a lot of garbage during this campaign, right? You know, I, I well, you just hit on a lot of things. We can go on for hours about Russia and WikiLeaks, et cetera. But, yeah, I, you know, the double standard of, of her being a woman. Um, the secretary, for example, um, there was uh, there was another time that I was in the wings and before she was going to debate Senator Sanders. And um, an aide went in and said, uh, are you going to wear those shoes with, with the, those pants? And Secretary Clinton turned around and said, now, do you think anybody asked Bernie that? Uh, so there was a double standard um, as far as holding her to a different standard and a double standard, and that was something that we were fighting. Unlike even in 2008, it, it strangely just became such an issue. Definitely, definitely. And for the record, I uh, you know I was a little bit sad in 2008, but obviously you know with the uh, Obama win and what a historic moment that was. I mean, we could have had two different historic directions for our country in 08. So, but um. She is back, by the way. She is back with a new video, and um, so we're on the radio here. But I'm going to play you a clip, and I would like to get your feedback on this new statement from Hillary Clinton. Okay, Dexter? After the primaries, we came together as a party to write the most progressive platform in history. Ideas we championed are now inspiring leaders and activists across our country. Nearly 66 million votes are fueling grassroots energy and activism. And everywhere, people are marching, protesting, tweeting, speaking out, and working for an America that's hopeful, inclusive, and big-hearted. From the Women's March to airports where communities are welcoming immigrants, refugees, and people of every faith, to town hall meetings where people are speaking up for health care, the environment, good jobs, and all the other issues that deserve our passionate support. Among those millions making their voices heard are future mayors, city and state officials, governors, members of Congress, even future presidents. The challenges we face as a party and a country are real. So now more than ever, we need to stay engaged in the field and online reaching out to new voters, young people, and everyone who wants a better, stronger, fairer America. We as Democrats must move forward with courage, confidence, and optimism, and stay focused on the elections we must win this year and next. Let resistance plus persistence equal progress for our party and our country. 
All right, and we're back. Is that the Hillary Clinton that you know? Absolutely. I And I think, um, and, and the listeners, I think you have to kind of understand the, the strategy behind when that video was released um, since we were electing a new DNC chair. So there was there there's no mistake that, you know, that was released when it was released. But, uh, yes, that's the Hillary. I know definitely. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. So um, I know how voters felt. Texture, and I've seen people that have literally been practically in hiding since November in various depressive <laughs> states. So I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to ask you, as someone that was there at the campaign, what you felt and what you believe Secretary Clinton felt on election night, uh, you know, due to this stunning upset of Donald Trump winning the presidency. How did you all feel and what did you observe? Just saying, President Trump, you know, I'm glad when I was a, a teenager that I did hallucinogens and I, I experimented a little bit. So I <laughs> underst- so I so I understood what it alt- altered reality was, but nobody was fucking prepared for this reality. <laughs> so, right. I, I right. Think, uh, you, you know, when when I was I was sitting there in, and we were in Brooklyn and before we went over to the convention center. And um, I remember looking over at President Clinton and um I I, th- I think that uh, I, I'm not a crier, and and I, you know a, a lot of people say that I I suffer in silence, but I, I really it just it just killed. I, and and to make it worse, it was was President Trump. Is is this man, this unbelievably narcissistic sociopath, just became our president? But you know. I did get about two seconds. I think I shared with you months ago a picture of me and, and President Clinton at a speaking engagement. And, um, you know, I got a moment with him, and, and he said, you know, <clears throat> don't forget your history. And I knew what he was talking about. And, and the important thing here that I, I really had to remember was, okay, now uh, historically whatever party loses the White House in the midterms wins the Congress back. So if you go back to Bill Clinton – Bill Clinton had Newt Gingrich and the Republicans. Right. Um, George George W. then lost the House and the Senate to Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. And and I'm confident in just like in that in that video um, or the clip that you just played. I'm confident that in 2018 that we will we will take the Senate back, and that we will take the House back. And and if you go back in history and you, you and I pay attention to those things, I, I think we do have. Um, a reason to be optimistic, but that night was, uh, it, it, I think I, I cried for hours. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, mean, I, I didn't know where to go from there. I didn't know what was next. I, I couldn't believe it. Well, and the worst part, the worst part of this reality show is that there was live television coverage and Twitter. We're in this 24 hour Twitter news cycle right now. So I saw that you guys, there was a beautiful stage, there were people gathered there, and you know, and of course, the media had literally, from my understanding now, looking back in retrospect, had sort of not updated their polling figures because it would be, I guess, not quite fit the MSM agenda to say, well, the numbers now show that he could win. I mean, basically, everyone led, you know, the everyday average viewer to believe that it was impossible that the thing was in the bag. So that's why it was such a shocker was we weren't getting you know, the raw picture. But one thing um, 
want to draw your attention to. So we are in those dark days now. We're just past the 30-day mark of this presidency, and literally, President Trump has rescinded the rules on bathrooms for transgender students. I mean, this is one of the first, this has got to be a priority item that this happened in the first 30 days. So there's been reaction from the LGBTQ community. Uh, I'm going to play a clip from Chad Griffin from Human Rights Campaign and get your reaction on the other end, okay? Okay. Today, Donald Trump unconscionably revoked critical protections for transgender students. And he did it under the guise of so-called states' rights. Well, this is an excuse that has been used throughout our history by those who are opposed to equal rights, from Governor George Wallace to Orville Faubus and so many others. Let me be clear, this is not a states' rights issue. This is a fundamental civil rights issue. All students should be protected equally, regardless of where they live. Donald Trump is a bully. And whether at school or in the Oval Office, our job is to hold the bully accountable. And with your help, we're doing just that. But equally important is that we all stand up for those who are being bullied. Every single one of us can do something. Every single one of us can help. This is a moment to affirm your love and your support for transgender youth. So whether you're a teacher, a counselor, a parent, a preacher, a neighbor, or an elected official, we need you to stand up. Stand up, speak out, and show your support for transgender young people today. And call your elected officials and ask them what they are doing to protect all students. And make sure your school has an inclusive policy. Ask these questions. And reach out to a young person who might be hurt might be hurt by what they're seeing from this president and from this White House today. And in closing, I want every young person in America to hear this. You are valued. You are important. You matter. Donald Trump is one little man who happens to be the president, but millions upon millions of us have your back. Mm. Okay, and we're back with Dexter Norris. Uh, that was Chad Griffin, president of Human Rights Campaign, <laughs> calling Donald Trump a little man who happens to be president. But the, the broader message is about the LGBTQ community needing to rally together and stand together as a group and protect our trans brothers and sisters. What do you say in response? I think, first of all, I can't improve on what Chad says. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy, and that was a powerful message from him. But any young person that's listening or, or any trans person that's listening right now, you know, President Twitler is not going to um, stop us. I, it, it's not going to, you know, it isn't going to stop us from continuing to move forward and, and keep fighting these battles. Is it going to make it harder? Of course it is. But as I said in, in the last part before the clip was when we take the House back in 2018, we're going to have a lot to say. Um, does that is that a consolation prize from now until then? No, it's not. It's it really isn't, and I, and I don't mean to be callous about it. But a lot of businesses and schools have already implemented this, and um, I think that if they turn around and rip the signs down, um, there'll be backlash. So I I think that. Um, the businesses and schools and organizations and places that have made this uh, their policy and did it quickly uh, were already supportive of the trans community. So I think they'll be reluctant to remove it. Uh, it'll stay there. 
but it's um, it's deeply concerning to me, especially young trans young trans people. It really it's it's deeply concerning. And Chad said something about contacting your elected officials, and and I can't tell you guys how important it is to pick up the phone and call your elected official. You know, as we saw, saw today on TV, um, the news is you know Marco Rubio is afraid to go to town hall meetings. They're they're now <laughs> afraid of us. They're afraid of us. And they should be afraid of us because we've got something to say. So now they're not going to have town hall meetings because they're afraid of what we've got to say. So, you know, don't just idly sit back and, and like Chad said, you've got to call, you've got to pick up your phone and, and you've got to say something. Um, but to the young trans people, keep fighting. Don't give up. We're, we're, we're pulling for you and we're fighting for you. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Dexter. Um, I have, uh, we're going to hear two more trans voices. Um, first, we want to hear from Republican on Republican. We're going to hear from Caitlyn Jenner taking on Trump, and then we're going to hear from Mara. So um, here's a clip from Caitlyn Jenner. I have a message for the trans kids of America. You're winning. I know it doesn't feel like it today or every day, but you're winning. Very soon, we will win full freedom nationwide, and it's going to be with bipartisan support. You can help by checking out the National Center for Transgender Equality and letting Washington hear you loud and clear. Now I have a message for the bullies. You're sick. And because you're weak, you pick on kids, you pick on women, or anyone else you think is vulnerable. Apparently, even becoming the Attorney General isn't enough to cure some people of their insecurities. As proof, the Supreme Court will soon hear a very important Title IX case, thanks to the courage of a very brave young man, Gavin Grimm. Mr. President, we'll see you in court. Finally, I have a message for President Trump from, well, one Republican to another. This is a disaster, and you can still fix it. You made a promise to protect the LGBTQ community. Call me. <laughs> That's, and that's true. That's absolutely true. Seth Myers pointed out the other night, I will fight for you, or I will fight for the LGBTQ community. And Seth says, did he mean to include the word for? And then when you slice out the word for, it was, I will fight the LGBT community. So uh, that was very clever on Seth Myers' part. But, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner really impressing you there because because there was a controversial time where it was like, oh, gosh, she was a Republican and voted for Trump, but yet I was also transgender. Yeah. So it's all mixed up and all up in the air. Caitlin was on message there. Do you agree with me? That was a good message from Caitlyn Jenner. I was not a Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. I wasn't a Caitlyn Jenner fan. But when I when that clip came out, I, I saw that uh, when it came out, and I was like, wow. But, but for so long, I was like, how the hell can you be a Republican? You know, and, yes. but no, I, that was a great, I, I was, I was actually shocked by that. And, and I hope that, you know, I hope it goes somewhere and, and we do have that case coming up in the Supreme court. And I hope that that's heard and decided rather quickly before we get, you know, potentially more very conservative judges on the bench. Definitely. Definitely. So um, Mara Kessling is an American transgender rights activist and founding executive director of the national center for transgender equality Oh, that's a mouthful. Based in Washington, D.C., 
So I have a quick clip from Mara, and then I'd like to get your reaction to what Mara has to say. We, we have to keep in mind that what we're looking at here always with President Trump is we've got to be watching the traffic, not the traffic accidents. Now, this is a traffic accident he's created, but there's also some bad traffic behind it. We have an attorney general who we were all worried about who pledged to be a great civil libertarian. In a week in, he's taking away people's civil rights and claiming states' rights. That's the traffic here. The traffic is that there are kids all over the country who are terrified by this administration. Mm -hmm. Kids who are immigrant kids, refugee kids, transgender kids. I stood with my friend JR at the White House at a rally on Wednesday night. This is a, a young father of a, a young six-year-old trans girl. And, and to see a father crying because he is worried that the President of the United States is bullying his child. I just read a, a letter from a woman in New York, Isabel, who, who is talking about the importance of her child and how she's now afraid for her children. The traffic here is they are scaring people and there's more coming and we've got to be ready to stand up for it. Okay, back with Dexter Norris. Um, a lot of members of the trans community are talking about the fear, fear of this administration, what they're doing, the stance they're taking against the trans community. Is that is that part of the course? Is that exactly how you see it? Absolutely. I, I think that the fear is real. I think that the danger is real. I think the rhetoric is real. And, and I think that the ramifications of, of what, you know, we can't legislate um, as much as we probably like to. We can't legislate on what's in somebody's head, but we can legislate on, on actions and, and bullies. And, 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 and this attorney general, it, you know, again, we could do an hour on that. But um, that was very well said as well. I can't improve on that. No. Definitely. Um, we have one minute remaining, so I'm going to give the floor to you, uh, Dexter Norris. Thanks for coming on. What would you like to say in um, closing for this episode about what you might like to see happen in the near future as far as resistance to the um, bathroom bills, the issue with the schools? Well, we, we do need to, like Hillary said, resist and, and persist, and that's that's important. That's key. And picking up the phone and calling your representative and going to the ballot, you know, going to the voting booth next uh, in the midterms is important. But I, I don't want everybody to stay freaked out and not try to enjoy your life and find the love in your life. Because just remember just one thing. If, if somebody's not paying rent in your head, they don't get to occupy the space. I want you to listen to that. And I want you to be happy and, fi and you know, find love and, and but still be engaged and still fight. And I want everybody to persist and resist with peace and make sure we take back the House and the Senate next year. All right. Dexter Norris, please come back very soon. Thanks for coming on the show. I will absolutely. Thank you so much. Cheers. Spring is almost here. It's time to clear out the old and make room for what's new. This week only, come to Cabela's and find incredible deals on ammo, footwear, outerwear, and more. Get 15 to 20% off a huge selection of ammo from Hornady, Federal, PMC, and Herders. Plus, get 50% off select outerwear throughout the store and 25% off select hikers and athletic footwear. Now's the time to save big. This week only at Cabela's. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I have my own business, so I wear lots of hats. Now I'm wearing my office manager hat because I need supplies. Well, Staples has everything you need, like paper, ink and toner, the latest tech. Now I'm putting on my CFO hat because I can't overspend. And you won't. Right now, save up to 50% on a new office chair. All my hats and I would like to thank you. 
they are welcome. Staples, everything you need for business at great prices. And now save up to 50% on a new office chair during our winter chair event. And it's 31117. Visit staples.com slash furniture deals. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.